another episode of Let's, Let's Get, Get Spooky. Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm AJ. And I'm Ashley. And today's episode is Ho Tell. <laughs> that's not it. Hell. Yeah, that's hotels. It's, hotel hell. It's hotel hell. I don't have but a she's list. A snake. <laughs> no, I don't have a list, but I just didn't understand your innuendo. <laughs> but I understand now. <laughs> So we are talking about uh, creepy hotels, murders, hauntings, all the things that go wrong in hotels. Yeah. Which I have to say, I have a hotel protocol. I don't know if you guys have this, where when I go to a hotel, I do my safety check. Oh, no. One, thank you. Thanks to Richard Ramirez. Like My new thing is I check all the closets. I check underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. I lock the doors. Behind the curtains, Wait, behind what? the curtains, oh, you What are you talking about? Like when you go into a hotel, you go to what a hotel. If a, so usually a regular hotel, like fancier hotels or higher scale hotels. Have, I've never been to one of those, so I don't. You've been know. to like a Hilton or a Marriott. There's no under the bed. They have like yeah. a metal uh, yeah, blocker, like, so you don't have a body under so there. Like just but you still sure. check and you wiggle on the metal I, to make sure it's not the, movable. I hit the mini bar. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So if you're a but murderer, I check if there's the peanut M and M's. Go to Ashley's hotel because she's not going to check for you. Yeah, she's. Not I don't go find to many you. hotels because I'm poor. But well, but when you do go, you have to check in the shower. You have to check yeah. behind the curtains. You check even in the drawers because well, maybe it's a little tiny hotel are conspicuous because the last hotel I went in it was literally themed as a cave, and I oh shit yes, you not. And yes, we managed to kick a fucking stalactite off and. It was made of foam and it was nasty. To be fair, the photos that she showed me, I was like, wow, that looks super and then fun. in person, it was not ideal because we went in the jacuzzi and we turned on the water and I swear to God, there was like human flesh particles floating. And I was like, what are these things sticking to my body? It was, that was a murder room. And so if you would have had the proper hotel protocol before to check so for- So what do you do when the bed is round? How do you check that? You can still I, look under. You could look under the bed. Just the shape of the bed I think doesn't it change. It's supposed to turn, and I didn't want to oh, turn it. Ho- it didn't. It was like a sex room. It looked like, and I didn't. We didn't realize that it was cheap. It was in Joshua Tree. It was also you and your friend too. Yeah, we were like doing an this. art trip. It was nice. We're like, we're gonna make some art, and then we were like, we're gonna get a themed room and make some art, and then we go, and it looked like fucking uh, cement boogers <laughs> hanging from the ceiling, and we put on the TV, and MTV was playing, and it was like Jersey Shore, and uh, you know, all it was we a had disaster from was the a half a bottle of wine and we're like guess we're going to bed but the on the photos on the, the phone photos were lit looked great I was because like, that they looks probably fun. looked like they were lit by quasars and uh and it probably was lit very well it was photographed very well and then you showed up and it's a sham as most hotels are that's yep. why yeah. so i don't fact, have a protocol fun fact also add TripAdvisor to your protocol because oh. TripAdvisor is going to tell you the real shit if you go to the hotel's website, you're gonna get the beautiful photos. Mm-hmm. Everything's with a fisheye lens where it looks very large. If you go to TripAdvisor, you're gonna get everyone with their cell phone giving you real yeah. photos. Oh. You're gonna see all the bugs smashed on the walls. You're gonna get the real thing. So um, check for murderers, mm-hmm. check TripAdvisor. Chances are if you do those things, yeah. you'll I survive. only check for an ice machine. Usually the hotels have that. If they don't, you don't wanna stay there. I no. look for the water bottle, but then also when I am oh. doing my murderer check, mm-hmm. I do it As nonchalantly because I'm like, well, what if there is someone here? I don't want them to know that I'm looking for them. So I kind of just like, oh, let me see what the closet situation looks. No, it's in my head. Oh. This is my, this is like. <laughs> I think you should say it out loud. <laughs> I think so too. Oh, I wonder what the closet well, situation is here. Well, my workout fitness giant closet. Well, we're and I'm like, let me just quickly open it. Oh, 
yep, that's a closet. And then I close in. I'm like, oh, oh I wonder God. what the shower looks like. Well, there are so many, the thing is too, is like there's murders in hotels, but there's also like, you know, safety issues where they can have tiny little cameras and like certain like tissue boxes and picture Uh frames. And like, that's the thing where like you could check for murderers, but someone could be filming you and you don't even know it. That's true. We need to get one of those, um, whatever they do. Check for bugs. We need a buzzard. It doesn't make a sound, but I feel like it Not insects, but like, you know. No, it doesn't. It's like a wand. Yeah. Like a security wand. Yeah. No. How do you? It's like a technology camera, hidden camera detector. How the fuck are you going to get to an airport with that shit? I feel like unless you're in the government, you probably can't get those. No, check Amazon. Or maybe on Amazon. If anyone knows what it's called, message us because we need to Give it it to us. Um, So- as we do with every episode, let's start off with our favorite horror flicks that fall under our hotel hell category, which I know we probably all have the same ones, but we're gonna start with one of my favorites, The Shining from 1980. Um, there was a recent Doctor Sleep, which mm-hmm. was a prequel to The Shining, or no, a sequel? No, it was a sequel. sequel. It was, because he got old as shit. Yeah, it was after. <laughs> he got old as shit, but he Danny Torrance is old now. He's older. Yes. Um, but The Shining was one of my favorite movies. Creeped me out as a kid. I was afraid of hotels, probably because of The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I was afraid of a lot of things, and as these episodes go on, you realize everything we talk about, I'm like, yeah, afraid of that. I'm afraid of that. Um, but one of my favorite films, and um, ultimately, just the fact of, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, whether we're just not in your home, when you're in a foreign place and you don't have control of it and something terrible can happen to you like murder, um, that's freaking scary. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about a couple of other of our favorite horror flicks, but then we're gonna go to some real life things that are scarier than movies. Yeah. Um, before we move away from The Shining, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I think it's just Kubrick's, like the way that he, sets up a shot and uh, like, you know, Shining has a lot of like these just really long shots where they like stay on something. Yeah. For some reason, if I, if ever I'm feeling like creatively stuck or I'm just feeling really weird, I have to watch The Shining. Really? And it like centers me again. It's a cinematography thing too. Like he did that. Well, like it's just this thing where he's moving the scene in a way where there's no cuts and you mm-hmm. f- kind of feel like your mind is like trailing through it and it's, there's no abrupt stops where you're like going on a journey and I get that. Like it, it's kind of, you like you can watch a story as a movie but if there's like all these like quick cuts and they're like, ooh, we're being cool, we're doing all these things but if there's like these like pauses and, and like the camera glides to another room, like there, it's a different journey and I think it's really inspiring. It's and, intense and it has yeah. a lot more meaning, especially yeah. when you can pull it off. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what else is on your list? I I'm, I see your list, so I'm going to let you say the next one. <laughs> Psycho, of course. Um, 1960, um, Alfred Hitchcock. It's another one of those movies that I just really love. Yeah, and you see her um, going to the Bates Motel, and you're like, this is not going to end well for yep, you. Yeah, it's a rainy night, and you're like, huh, what's yeah, going on? Such an iconic film, and one that I think that if you're a fan of horror, that's like mm-hmm. on the top of your list. Yeah. Um, some of the newer films, uh, another Stephen King film, um, Identity, or sorry, 1408, Mm -hmm. um, which is based in a hotel room, and um, Identity, which was in 2003. Both are kind of more like psychological uh, types of films. Identity is one of my favorites. I love that movie, Um, but I can't really talk about too much about it, because if I tell you, it gives the whole thing away. Um, So you have to watch it. An older film, but still a great one. And I really Uh, didn't pick a movie. I picked a TV show. 
Oh, yeah. Did that you? works. I just did American Horror Story Hotel because it was yeah. so iconically. Oh, yeah. Like visually cinematography, it just felt like the way that they uh, personified like this kind of vintage vibe with the way that they, you know, added haze to rooms and then like the almost like the, the sexual nature of like, you know, like Lady Gaga being in it and being like this like vampire bitch and, and like, you know, they do go through like murder and like all of these things and like it has so many levels of, um, you know, present day issues with also being like this kind of uh, like old historical places that we'll, we'll talk about in the way that we talk about murders, but it had yeah. this like grit to it that I really appreciated because it, it felt glamorous, but also felt like terrible. Mm -hmm. You and, see the gritty side of the yeah. hotel, but you also see like the beautiful side. Yeah. And I, if like, I remember correctly, isn't Lady Gaga's, room all the way at the yeah, top and yeah. you go up there and everything's white and pristine and beautiful and the rest of the hotel below is kind of like more gritty and yeah it, it's like i mean it's beautiful it's like a basement it has yeah. like a musty vibe mm -hmm. everything's old and everything's like oh like why is this even running and and you know like at the beginning like you see these dumbass influencers going in and you know like for their instagramable moments yeah. Yeah. yeah and i just i find that to be kind of interesting in a way that um people now like even us like we'll be like oh let's go to a haunted hotel and like in certain ways like it kind of personified what dumb bitches on the internet would think of She's as real. a as a haunted wow. hotel they, they'd be like let's real go talk. to a haunted hotel because it's cool and let's to take, get a, our photo. take a selfie yeah and absolutely and I, but not I, realize like I no actually it's actually really, haunted i appreciated that and then i also appreciated the backstory of like the you know how it how the characters in that place became what they are and why it means something. So I think I'll, I think I should start because I think my uh, story is about a man named H.H. Holmes, um, which kind of jumps off of what you were saying of like this um, kind of gritty hotel in the basement is where all the bad things happened. Um, so H.H. Holmes was a serial killer in the late 1800s. And he had a hotel and it had very various names. Um, it was in Chicago, it was called the Murder Mansion, the Murder Hotel. And essentially this man created this hotel. It was three, three stories. And when he made it, he basically had three levels. He wanted the first floor to be like shops and stores to kind of bring people into the place. The second floor would be the hotel per portion. Um, and then I believe the third floor was like a uh, permanent living. So like people could actually have homes or apartments there. And he was a serial killer. And it was kind of similar to the Winchester house where it was rooms that went to nothing. There was rooms that opened up to brick walls. There was trap doors. Um, there was shoots that most people thought were for laundry, but it was actually for bodies. Nice. Um, body shoots, nothing better than a body shoot. Shot, body shoot, 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 shoot. So the bodies would be put into these chutes and they would go down to the basement where he would- That must make a nice noise. Right? Mm. I mean, I feel like you, you <laughs> couldn't mistake the laundry for a dead body. Yeah. Uh, but he would perform uh, like medical experiments and he was actually selling organs on the black market as well. Which I've thought of doing, so I appreciate him. I mean, I everyone's know. thought of selling an organ on the black market at one, at one point or you another. You only need one kidney, guys. Just one um, kidney. So there's- Kind of, there's so much about him. So he wasn't always H.H. Holmes. Uh, he changed his name when he had this hotel. He was running from a lot of like fraud. And ultimately the reason that he gets discovered isn't because of the murder in the hotel. He actually gets discovered. And I, I believe it, I'm not sure if it was for like tax fraud or it was someone turning him in for something that had nothing to do with the murder. And then when police go to investigate the 
murder mansion. They find out all of this stuff. They find uh, basically like the medical table. I'm not sure of the proper terminology. There was like blood, bloody clothes. Is it where they let the blood out and they do the Yeah, it was basically like an autopsy table. Um, There was, he had a, um, what do you call it? Where they burn the bodies? Cremation? Crematorium. It wasn't really a crematorium. It's like the oven, right? Yeah. It was was an oven, but it was like a people oven. Yeah. And so when the police went to investigate, they found ashes in the people oven and there was women's jewelry in in those Mm. ashes. There was bones of children, of women. So, um, I mean. No one's discriminated against in that oven. No. And the crazy thing is at the time that he was doing this, it was in Chicago. There was a World's Fair at Mm -hmm. the time of uh, the late 1800s. And he basically had the perfect opportunity to have people coming in from all over the world. People go missing all of the time. And there wasn't records like now you go somewhere, you're on social media. You're like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm in New York or I'm in Boston or wherever. There's traceable evidence of your journey, where you've been. At that time, people... If you traveled, maybe you had family that you told, but there was no like traceable record of you anywhere. So people went missing all of the time and he just had easy pickings. I mean, he literally was transients. It was people staying in his hotel and a lot of employees, which was super Sounds unfortunate. Sounds like Airbnb mm. right now. Yeah, so a lot of the maids, a lot of the workers. That's happening? I mean, I don't know. I don't trust Air. Like, if we think hotels are fucked up, I feel like Airbnb is a little bit more because you're like, like in more a home. Personal. Yeah, yeah. That I've been through some weird Airbnb shit. Really? So yeah. Like when I didn't live in LA and I would come here for work and work like for my stuff, so I'd have to live in essentially like cheap forty dollar places. There was this one. And it was a house and it was like, oh, you get your own room and it's like $40 a night. And I was like, sweet, because I'm broke. But it's a shared space, so you're with other people. In it's not like your rooms. own, okay. No, you have your own room. Have your own room. So this whole house, it was like gutted and the walls were constructed of like um, four by four plywood with fabric. So you could hear everything. You could see So it everything. wasn't actual walls. It no, was- they were not real walls. It was if someone took a house and busted out the walls and somehow it was stable. And just hung fabric walls. It was like, oh, so you took felt, like a big room and you split it. felt like hospital oh. rooms. Yeah. It was crazy. No, thanks. So there was, and then all the doors were these screen things. Like the little accordion And screens? my bed was like a baby bed. It was crazy. But <laughs> it was just one of those things where I'm like, I could die and this guy could be like conducting experiments and I paid for this. Like, and I paid $40 for like, this. And the door is locked now, so fuck. Nope. Yeah, I... So when Airbnb first came out, I was like, oh, this is this is clever. It's a way to get um, affordable housing, essentially, in new places. And in a lot of places where you travel, you can get, like, a cool historical house. You can yeah. stay in places that are actually really cool. But also, you're getting that whole photos on the internet vibe where everything looks great in photos on the internet. And then you show mm-hmm. up, and you're like, wow. This like our is- staircase <laughs> in Salem? Yes. <laughs> We stayed, we stayed at an um, Airbnb. It was just someone's house in Salem. So they had the bottom floor, and then we had the top. Which sounds dope. Sounds awesome. It was the, the third floor. It was a really cool-looking place. So we open the door. We go up, and it's this staircase that is, like, it's, for, like, a person that is three foot five. 
it's spiral. And we're carrying luggage the size and, of us. Yeah, we have like 55 pound suitcases. We can't even fit in the hallway. The door to open, like to get inside, mm -hmm. doesn't even open. It opens into a wall. So you yeah. have to like shimmy oh, in. Gosh. It was, once we got up there, it was really nice. It's cute once you get up, but. <laughs> Except for the ceilings were very low. So when you sat up in the bed, you had to be careful not to hit your head on the. How did um, Cam do with that? He's tall. Yeah, we all probably hit our heads and we struggle a lot. Yeah. But we it had Dunkin' Donuts to carry us through. So it was we were real good. cute. But when you go into old old towns, homes are different. Yeah. They're old, yeah. mm -hmm. They're historical. Especially, so. but there was there was no murderers though, so we were fine. I but. hope we all lived. So yeah. I mean, things are good. Uh, so H H Holmes had a very good run. So he um, confessed to I think it was nine murders. Uh, he confessed to 27, Gangster. he was convicted of nine, um, but they're saying there's really no way to tell how, I mean, he had mm -hmm. a, a body oven. There's no way to tell how many yeah. people he actually murdered, but they think it was in the 200s. Ooh. So what? the man, he? yeah. He had a hotel essentially with body shoots where he could put bodies in a, a slide. How do you tell an architect to be like, make me a body so shoot? One, hey, boy. one um, important fact is that he would hire different construction companies. So he didn't have mm -hmm. one company that built the hotel from beginning to end. He would basically have a company for a certain amount of time and then switch to a new company so they wouldn't start asking questions. Because if he had the same company, they'd be like, why are we making the laundry suit shoots the size of a body? Why is there so many? Um, he also had a gas chamber room where you would go into this room and people would hear the sound of gas turning on, like when you turn on your stove. Hell no. So he was drugging people. I mean, he was pretty clever. And uh, from reading the story about him, I thought he would have got away with it for a lot longer, but it was only a couple years before he got caught. Again, for a, something related not to murder. Mm -hmm. um, and then they found out a man had been killing a lot of people in his hotel yeah. for a very long time. Who knows how long he could have been going for. And I, and I know that there's some claims that he might be uh, Jack the Ripper. There's yeah, like I heard some loose too. things. I took a uh, Jack the Ripper tour when I was in London and they kind of brought it up and they're like, we're not 100% sure. But um, yeah, there was, I think in the logs for the shipping or like, you know, when you would take a ship to London, yeah. um, one of his alias names was on there. Oh. And it was kind of around the same time of the murder the or some of the murders at least. Yeah. So they're just like, maybe there was eh? two of them. I mean, yeah. that would be pretty epic. If Ripper he was, squared. If he was Jack the Ripper, also made his own hotel, murdered hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. um, and well, I mean, I feel like at that point though, if you were that person, wouldn't you admit it before you were, cause he, he was eventually convicted yeah. and he was hung. So wouldn't you think that if that were you, I'd be like, yeah, I was Jack the Ripper. Like, also, cause I want to take me. credit, you know? The, the, the dates that he would take off from Europe and do it. Jack the Ripper? a gap space and then they would find out there was murders taking the exact same like way the way he killed the victims and everything because he was a doctor so yeah he would have had the surgical so the tools yeah. they're wondering why is this name always signed in but, at the same time in the states mm -hmm. that you would be doing that same those same type of murders would be taking place and there'd be a gap in time and then they'd go and back then he would europe. be back in europe but so if you were jack the ripper wouldn't you want credit for all of that no because it's like Banksy. oh i would i feel mm -hmm. like he's such an iconic artist and he's doing all this graffiti and he doesn't want to really be like that person wait no. banksy or jack the ripper jack well no i'm well, you're, saying like comparing i'm them. comparing like banksy doesn't He's, want to be I'm someone's like, creating this is art a work it's of the same art. thing like, this like, woman like with banksy her could guts die, out. but it's the same thing where you're like i'm this iconic figure who's going to strive for my art whether it be murder or whether it be graffiti and they don't want the recognition they just like want to feed their soul 
Yeah, but and I they feel make like a statement. But I feel like Banksy is just creating art. If you're if you're basically have the noose around your neck. Murder could be art to to some psychotic for motherfucker. Sure, for sure. But before you go out, wouldn't you want to like I mean, I would be like to yeah. sign your name at the no. bottom of the painting. Jack the Ripper. No, Peace I out. Wouldn't. I would want it to be like I Right before you fall, do you have any last words? Yes, I'm I'm Jack, I'm Jack the Ripper. But do you think they, yes. do you think they'd believe it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like maybe at the time they would be like, "He's crazy. He's just trying to get some sort of attention." Mm-hmm. But I think once you connected the dots and if they could prove timelines, like that would be huge. I don't know. We'll never I, know because if he's I was dead. a murderer, I wouldn't. I would never. I would just take it to my fucking grave. Okay. So know. on that note, I didn't think about this earlier, but I'm thinking about it now because you just said that. If you had a hotel and you were a murderer, how would you murder people? Arsenic. You know this. You would poison them. Would you poison the continental breakfast or would you like go into- Oh yeah, because I'm not going to blame it on me. I'm going to blame it on the chef because the chef's doing a shit job because it's free. <laughs> we know those eggs <laughs> those ain't kosher. Those bagels and eggs are free, so you can't complain. Those bagels are three days old and those eggs are stale as shit. They, I have, they have cyanide in them. Yeah, they man. They have cyanide in, those, in that egg. You can't scramble. complain. It's, it's the name of yeah. the game. I feel like if I were murdering people in my hotel, in my hotel hell- I would definitely want to mess with them. Like I would screw with them and try to scare the shit out of them before eventual death. Some not that I'm a murderer or that I'm going to kill anyone. Just no, to make like that clear, none of us are murderers here. I well, carry a taser, I can't but speak I'm for not. them, but I'm not. Um, Something awful just came to my head of, of an idea. So you do a bed, but it has a bed of nails underneath, but the, like so my, there's like a, bed of nails and then the sofa top is like here. a memory foam topper and then when the person jumps onto the bed like oh i'm so tired i can't wait to sleep but so you'd have to do uh, a jump though like have to do, who doesn't do that i don't i do oh i'm like, I, the I, I'm I like the ooh, bed but so if you had like a constant bed of nails it would have to be like a sporadic bed of nails okay then maybe it, like one or two cool some are taller midnight, than the others if it felt pressure if they just went like through, oh. like it's like a like a like a church bell goes off, but then like it's like, and they're like, what's that sound? Yeah. And, and then, like, then impaled yeah. by the hotel. Bed. Okay, okay, that's we good. can mix our ideas together. I feel like so I would make them. We're think a team of murderers. <laughs> murderers. Yeah, it, everything works better in teams. As long as yeah, we're on true. the same team, we'll be successful. Um, until I, we're not, and we murder each other <laughs> until someone finds out. Um, but I feel like you'd want to make someone feel like they're crazy. For a little mm-hmm. bit, so they're not like in the right state of mind, and then I don't know how I would do it though. Ooh, I'm not I a would. Murderer, so I, have I haven't thought idea. it through. I would first of all, I would lock the mini bar, but you could see through the door because that's like the two way mirror. That's the biggest turn on for me is a mini bar. Men, take note. Um, we love a mini bar, and we love to see our <laughs> options. Um, and like to, to just lock the door, and then there's a code. And when the code- Wait for the door or the mini bar? The code is the same as the Wi-Fi, but plot twist, it's not. So when you type it in, it oh, makes goodness. it makes the ham horn sound, but so loud that everyone What's hears it. What's the ham horn? So the ham horn is an essential- Are you get millennial. For this? <laughs> I don't know, Oh, is probably. that the annoying one? It, it goes like this, it goes- Oh, okay. So I didn't know horn, that's what it was the called. The ham horn goes off when you don't get it. So then he's like, oh fuck. So then he looks at the Wi-Fi password and secretly the Wi-Fi password says, check the closet. So then you open the closet and the closet doesn't open. He's like, well, fuck this shit. So then he tries to pull the fucking, um, the mini bar open and- But it's locked. And then 
Because he pulls so hard, it sets off an alarm, and the door locks, and then he's stuck in that motherfucker. And the, the things go, and it's now solitary confinement. So then he's locked in there for 40 days. He, because, oh my, because how, how many rooms do you have? Are no you just doing service. this once? Women time. don't deserve this. It's just a guy. It's only guys. So the guy is locked in there and um, slowly, slowly he just goes insane. He has no mini bar. He cannot get room service. And but how does he eat? Because you would die. He doesn't. Oh, okay. That's how he dies. He oh, dies of malnourishment. Yeah. And okay. No, no mini no, bar. He only has one hotel water when you check in. So yeah, he's going to die pretty quickly. He's not going to last 40 days. But if he has a running shower. And he deserves it. Nope. Water uh, shuts off. Water shuts off. Well, that's real dark. Problem but he's is, got a pillow. When I hear that sound, that's usually like when the party's starting. So I'd be like, ooh. No, that's the mind game he plays and oh, I play. Okay. Trick. Trickery. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, I'm never staying in your hotel. Well, I can't afford one. So <laughs> also, you, you gotta worry get about it. I don't, I don't drink, so I don't look at them anymore. Sorry. Oh, well, they have peanut M&Ms. Put all the That's snacks true. in the mini bar. Yeah, dude, That's they true. They usually have some good snacks. It's half and half. It's like there's Diet Coke. Okay, you might get, okay, if you, like, if there there's, was a, there's no, like there's a full supply of Coke in there, I'd be like, get me in there. There's usually like two Cokes. There's like a fucking Sprite. Two Cokes. There's a, um, like a little Jack Daniels, which tastes like shit, but sometimes you're very, you know, concerned about life and you have to drink it. And then there's like a, a, a nasty vodka and then there's a whole wad of snacks and like a but condom. Usually the, <laughs> just usually the snacks aren't in the fridge, but usually the snacks are like yeah, in a on nice the top basket. Of the oh, well, I don't stay in nice hotels. Everything gets cold. <laughs> Everything's chill. In Ashley's hotel, all of the snacks are in the bar. Everything's because I stay in shit motels. <laughs> well, I like things cold, so plot twist. Okay, who's next? Story time. I don't know. I could go. I have many stories, but I guess I'll go my favorite route, which is um, probably, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like you're not ready. Are you no. sure? Do you want me to go? Because I can no. go on my very long rant. No. So Okay. We'll, we'll save my rant for save later. Your, save your rant. Um, I'm going to talk about this bitch who um, in May of 2000, and I'm not going to pronounce her name right. Do it. Claudia Kirschhoch. Yep, that's it. Uh, Bingo. She, Claudia. Nailed it. She worked as an assistant editor for a place in New York. And so she was basically on trip for a um, travel junket thing. And uh, she was in Cuba and she flew to Jamaica for the first part of her trip. And uh, the junket soon learned that they would be denied into Cuba. And since all flights back to New York were booked uh, for several days, she and another uh, recruiter stayed at the beaches um, for a little bit longer in Negril. So, basically, she knows everyone who is in her family and was like, hey, I'm going to do this thing, blah, blah, blah. And so everyone knows she's on this work trip. But then she, it's like a week later and no one hears her. And they're like, what the fuck? Um, and they became concerned and contacted the resort. Uh, the staff checked her room and found most of her possessions still inside, including her passport. The only unaccounted for possessions were her portable radio and clothes she was seen wearing on the beach. And she like had her portable radio. She was like jamming out on the beach. Being When like, was this? Cause he has a portable radio. Yeah. This she, was in the eighties. Uh, no, this was in 2000. Like well, that's a portable radio. Yeah, she's like, still it was, doing it was, it was the, probably an, she was an jamming. I, uh, so, she's jamming iPod, on her iPhone. <laughs> iPod. So <laughs> during her stay at that resort, she became friendly with the bartender. And, As you do. Friendly. Uh, he wound up calling in sick the day after she disappeared and did not return to work for four days. So after she, after, yeah. So he was like, oh, I'm not going to be a bartender 14 days. Fuck you. Or four days, not 14. That's crazy. <laughs> um, authorities investigated Grant and found a strand of her hair in the back of his car. 
Um, and a search dog also detected her scent from his trunk. In spite of the seemingly incriminating evidence, authorities claim they did not actually consider Grant a suspect. Wait, he had hair in his trunk. The dog smelled her body in his trunk. He's not a suspect. Are they crazy? Okay, sorry. Yeah, no. So basically, (laughs) all of this happened. Her family was concerned. They were like, okay, where the fuck is our child? Um, This guy who seemingly goes invisible after four days as a bartender finds shit in his trunk and they're like whatever so it goes unsolved because they were like okay the body's not found we're just not gonna do anything where so this, this is was, in cuba this was in negril so it was a resort in negril because they couldn't get into cuba got it got it so, so they don't make it this to cuba. was like okay. a this is like a side stop yeah but essentially it was the government and the police being like yeah we're like not gonna look into this well one Fun fact is a lot of like Cabo, a lot of like vacation destinations. They say one of the main thing is if you're going to like a resort where it's a um, like a vacation vacation exotic area, make sure to stay on the resort because yeah. when you go off mm. of the resort, weird things happen, crazy yeah. things happen, and they can't account for it. And a lot of the times, the government or the resort wants to cover it up because obviously they don't want people to think they don't. People that's are getting bad murdered. That's like the thing yes. where like someone's hiding it. Yeah. Not only this, but I was looking into just hotels in general. And I was kind of going down the rabbit hole, of being like, "What do hotels just not want you to know?" And they were talking about all of these um, hotel workers who dealt with. Um, deaths and murders and all these things. And they're like, yeah, like regardless, we have to clean the room in two days and get it ready. So like there are so many rooms where they're just like, regardless, we need to make money off of this, where there was one guy and he was saying- What about the murder investigation? Well, no, I mean, that's the thing. Like there was a lady like at this hotel and um, she wanted the highest room possible. And like the guy, the concierge obviously kind of knew he was like, this shit's fucked up. So. She ended up jumping. It was 11 stories and he had to like see the scene, deal with the police. And, you know, it was one of those things where he's just like, we just see shit and we have to move on and we have to deal with, you know, bodies and suicides and all of that. And he's like, we got to clean the sheets. We got people who need rooms and, you know, it is what it is. That's illegal. I feel like. No, it's not. It's like, I guess they come in. You can't control someone's suicide. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what sucks. I, mean, I guess if it's it's a clear drawn line where they're like, this person killed himself, there's yeah. a note or whatever it yeah, is, yeah. they're just gonna clean it up and move on. But if it's something where it's like a murder or something that they don't know, they have to keep that scene clear to investigate yeah. to see what they can find. So or, a lot so. of it's yeah, suicides. Yeah, you would hope so. They were saying it is, I think it's um, nine times more likely that someone will commit suicide in a hotel than their own space. Yeah. Because they that's a better place for them to you know, deal with it rather yeah. than being home and yeah, seeing things all your that stuff yeah, that's your around that's going to remind you of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like they would rather be found by someone else than someone that they know. Right. Mm. So this woman that um, disappeared, nothing mm-hmm. ever—it's unsolved. Nothing ever happened. Never, they never found, found the body. Her. Nothing. That's what's crazy. Like they didn't find the body. They just don't know where she is. Like it's a and it's this happened twenty years ago. It's and she recent. So she was traveling essentially by herself, she right? For work, work, but she, she was, was with work. work people. Yep. And then the work thing, they couldn't get into Cuba. So people went back from work and they're just like, we're just going to chill in the grill for a few days before but we she head was, back. But she wasn't technically alone. She was no, still surrounded was by her group people of people. there, but she probably had her own room and like befriended this guy. No. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're traveling alone, you're going to talk to people. You're. Yeah. You know, she you probably thought it was maybe like a nice little fling or whatever. So c- adding to the murder checklist, the- yeah. Uh, check your hotel room. 
Don't befriend the bartender. Well, sometimes stay on the he, resort. I mean, he didn't <laughs> travel I don't know. with a friend. Maybe he roofied her. Like that's yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess you never know. But the crazy thing is, if they have evidence, they have her DNA essentially in his trunk. Mm-hmm. They have a drug dog smelling traces yeah, of her in that's the what's vehicle. Crazy. And then they're Someone still just like, yeah, they're just whatever. like whatever. That's yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. It's bad press. So they're, yeah. they're hiding it, but messed up. Messed up. Oh, crazy. And well, yeah. Did she not have family to where they would be pushing to try to get? I, it never, they just never. But it's also in a different, um, it's not in the United States. So yeah, you think of like. Hard. Their government is probably like, well, we can't do any right. forensic yeah. science as to like, you know, right. checking like skin follicles and like, you know, particles of hair. Like they probably. And if they don't want to find it, they're not going to find it. Yeah. You know, clearly they didn't want to find it because if they did, they would have taken that evidence and said, hey, he's he's the main he's the only suspect. Yeah. And they didn't. So um, stay inside, people. Be safe. (laughs) That's like the main that's like what to take out of this is just stay home. Don't go on vacation because apparently it don't enjoy your life. Really bad. You might die. Yeah. Okay, so time for your rant because that was mine. I'm so excited for this. this? I'm so, so excited. Oh, this is another one where I just kind of like look into it. So, this, so there's a couple story times along with this. So I discovered this website um, because uh, my boyfriend Matt and I were going on a cruise and I'm, my boyfriend was like, it's international waters. I'm really afraid to go on this cruise. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, who knows what's going to happen on this cruise ship. Laws are different. On and the, I was the like, ocean. wait, what? And I was Googling things and I found cruiseshipdeaths.com. It's a real thing. <laughs> they basically I'm, report I've on- I've never been on a cruise. Deaths, so me neither. Um, so deaths like that are related to murders, um, people going overboard, um, basically natural dra- deaths because I didn't know, but apparently there's- a large amount of people that are on cruises are um, elderly people. Mm-hmm. And they basically live from cruise to cruise to cruise because it's cheaper to stay in a stay on a cruise and then go in a hotel than to like put yourself in a nursing living. home yeah. or like a retirement yeah. home. And that's what ship, I'm gonna do. They have great yeah. package deals. Yeah, they have package <laughs> deals and then <laughs> um, they also have a full staff of like uh, nurses and doctors on board. Well, and also like you're when you go on a cruise, it includes everything, right? It mm-hmm. includes all of your food, your, food, your drinks. D- like yep. you think you're not paying. Essentially, you pay one fee and you're taken care of for however many weeks that yeah. you're on the cruise. And if you like really kind of like do the math, it's like only a certain amount a night, which is not more than like right. What if you, you divide would it up, yeah. like per day, yeah. yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I got I got on the subject of cruise ship deaths and we're going to have to do a whole episode on it because there's so many. I didn't realize how many different interesting cases there are and just like crazy stories. But the one I'm going to stick to today is about Amy Lynn Bradley. Um, This happened in 1998. She went on a Caribbean cruise with the Royal Caribbean International Cruise Ship. I almost went on one of those. Ooh, after hearing this. I'm never going outside, so (laughs) continue. (laughs) Uh, Rhapsody of the Sea was the name of the ship. Um, So she was there with some friends and family. She was out kind of like, they usually usually cruise ships have um, like like mini clubs. And like where you can go it's and like drink party and stuff. And, yeah, and, and stuff. they have like yeah. bands and stuff. So she was at where one was of, she going? What was uh, her cruise? Cruises just cruise around. Yeah, you never know. I think where it you're was to go. the Caribbean. Oh, you said that. Sorry, it's okay. I'm gonna stop talking. It's okay. I forgot <laughs> that I did say cruise. it. Let's get them on the cruising. We're just cruising for the bruising. We don't know where we're gonna go. Doesn't matter. So she was out drinking with the band. 
um, one of the they um, the band members were like their names were different colors, so she was hanging out with yellow, and <laughs> that's know. a bad sign. Uh, she was with him until one a.m. So that's when he said yellow. the last time that he saw her, yellow. Um, Is yellow a potential suspect? Potential subsect, okay. but she was seen by her father. She was, um, he woke up and saw her sleeping on the, the, um, the deck, the deck, not the deck, but like, you know, like the balcony oh, yeah, area yeah. outside of the their room, thing. um, between five fifteen AM and five thirty AM. And then alone, he, alone. Okay. So she was just out there sleeping. As you do outside, um, yeah, which I would never maybe do. Maybe she was drunk and didn't want to like, yeah. maybe I mean, it's like the bathroom floor, but with better. Maybe, maybe she was sick so she could vomit and then into, not, straight into, into the, the ocean. ocean. Yeah. I mean, Good that's, for the fish. yeah, you're feeding the fish. Yeah. So that's Nemo's ready. You're, you're, she's really <laughs> thinking open. she's really, she really thought this one through. <laughs> um, but then they wake up at 6am and she's gone. Wait, he saw her at what time in the morning? 5.15, between 5.15am and 5.30am. So between okay. that time and 6am, she went missing. So between 30 and 45 minutes, she yeah. was there, then she was gone. She was there, and then okay. she was just gone. Um, they searched the ship. Um, they had just recently docked, so they checked um, the port. Mm -hmm. They checked the water, like, you know, the ocean between where they were and yeah. where they docked. Couldn't find them, although... She could have, if the like, currents... Who knows? Yeah, like, she could have been anywhere yeah, at that there's, point. I've read about ones where people literally... Like, you see them go overboard, they stop the ship and it takes like, a, has, has to take at least a good 30 minutes to stop the ship. So yeah. like, it's not easy, but they stop it and then they go into the water and search for these people and but they literally gotten, can't find them. They like sucked gotten, under. Yeah. They yep, you get been, sucked under yeah. and just all these awful things. So they couldn't find her. It's awful, but um, there's it's never really been solved. Um, there's been Wait, some so sightings of her. like. People say that they have seen her in 1998. Um, a couple saw or thought that they saw her on the beach. They um, they kind as of a living human. Was she trying to run as a away? living human? Well, they don't know. If it was this story, there's a chance that maybe she was trying to like run off and start a new life because she was on the beach looking like a normal human. They described some of the tattoos that she had, and her family was like, "That's her. Uh, that's Amy." Um, but the other ones are a little more sad. In 1999, um, a nave. Uh, a U.S. Navy member um, was at a brothel, <laughs> and um, as you do, and um, met a woman, and she said, "I'm Amy Lynn Bradley, and I'm being held here against my will. Please help me." Type situation. Whoa. Um, also, in 2005, um, did anyone help her? That's the thing. Like I was trying to look into these stories, but I think they looked into it. And it wasn't her. Okay. So I don't know, like maybe if that person like heard this story and was trying to like, like get out of the situation. Out. Yeah. Either way, that person was an awful situation. Uh, yeah. In 2005, a woman was in a department store and she went to the restroom and a lady walked in with two guys and it was very obvious that she didn't want to be there and these guys were kind of forcing her. Um, they left the bathroom and she went up to the lady and was like, I'm Amy Lynn Bradley, please save me. I'm being, I was sex tra trafficked. 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 <laughs> Just Words are hard. Fine. Um, but the guys came in before the lady could do anything, oh, took, God, her, took away, her away, and that's when she called the authorities and they couldn't find her. Um, <gasps> yeah, no, it's awful. Uh, but they also, in 2005, um, her family received a photo of a woman laying on a bed in kind of like lingerie. Um, basically saying like, this is your daughter. She's 
Um, like for what reason? Do they want money? Ransom? I don't like, they just, just sent it. I don't know if it was like a, like a meat, like mean spirited, like, haha, we have your daughter type situation. But for some, the thing that I thought was weird is apparently they showed it on the Dr. Phil show. So they might've gone on. What? Oh, so they might've made it up like to try to to get some attention. Yeah. I mean, that's awful to say, but like, if there's no more evidence to prove that it was Mm -hmm. actually her, what else are you supposed to think? Cause like if she did go overboard, like, cause if she was drunk and she was on the There's uh, no way balcony, you could, like, swim and yeah. drunk and... Falling off or something, because we, when we went on the cruise, like, we had a little balcony, and, like, the, it's not, the barrier to, like, fall over isn't that tall. Like, she could have maybe got up, not known where she was. Like, and lost her balance and Lost her balance, over. gone over, like, who knows what could have happened, like... Yeah. Well, from what I've, I've, I've never been on a cruise and my, my hesitation is I get really bad motion sickness. Mm-hmm. So it's that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to spend a lot of money and then be sick the whole time and not yeah. be able to enjoy yeah. it. And then I watched a program and it was about carnival cruises and it was talking about all of the murders that happen and all the people that go mm-hmm. missing and all the crazy things that happen on board and how, um, nobody talks about it and how yeah. to hide it because obviously what? carnival cruises they, Viking, they don't want yeah. that press because are you going to go? I'm not going to go on a carnival cruise if not. I know that a certain amount of people have gone missing and, and there's rapes and there's murders. There's people overboard. There's like yep. people go missing and it's just such a common thing. Why would thing you that pay happens. for that? Why would you pay for that? Exactly. I've been a, I've paid for that twice. Uh, so yeah, I don't necessarily, I mean, I really do want to go on a cruise. It's a great opportunity to visit a lot of places in a short period of time. Um, but I don't want to die, but I also feel like, again, there's protocol that you could put Mm -hmm. into place to help protect yourself. Cause I feel like a lot of people that are, that things happen to are going on it and not necessarily realizing there's hazards. They're like, Oh, I'm going on a cruise. Nothing could go wrong. Yeah. You you don't think about these things. Um, and essentially you were like, honestly a prime suspect or like mm-hmm. a perfect uh I mean, perfect victim is what i mean how many how many stories are there where you're just like like amy lynn like we have no idea what happened to her it's something that yeah. we still talk about and it's something that people are paying attention to at least a little bit um and there's it's not solved like yeah no idea wasn't there was a recent case about um it was a family and the little girl went oh the grandpa was holding the, was the holding baby her? For some reason, on the like on the little bit, the like, why banister? would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm but not they sure. Said, I don't. I didn't really look into. I just saw a couple articles about it, but they were they were saying that it was probably like on purpose, or there was like they expected they some between, sort of foul, yeah, foul play. Or they're not like because one, why would you hold your baby there? But at the same time, it's like, oh yeah. And how do you accidentally Oopsies. drop the ba- like? if you're putting the baby on the little banister, whatever you would hold yeah. them for dear life, you wouldn't let them go. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, just I don't, don't know. understand why you would want to murder someone on a cruise because there's no escaping until you like land essentially. Like oh, there's if you're going to murder you someone. Could, you could, yeah, but that's only if someone catches you. Yeah. But you could like say, Oh boat. my, dr- my husband was drunk and he fell overboard and we were in the room and he was leaning up against like the, this, the the balcony, the balcony, and he just went overboard. I don't know what to do. I'm so heartbroken. Please save him. I mean, <laughs> rude. rude. I was going to say, say that. 
that is got it coming. You have the so, punch out. Cameron, Cameron's going to be in the next solitary confinement I'm, hotel room. Yeah, for 40 days. Yep. He won't make it no for 40 bar. days without snacks. Oh, man. His stomach like will be rumbling on yeah. the third day. And he's just like, give me death. Uh, so on a scale of one to 10, how much do you guys want to go on a cruise right now? Zero. You're negative. I still want to say like a nine and a half. I really liked it. It was fun. <laughs> Living on Although, the edge. we did have a little... Matt and I put ourselves in a situation where we probably could have gone missing or something. We docked in Jamaica. And oh, I remember you telling me about that. We, so you dock and there's like a little port and there's a gate or a fence and they're just like- There's like okay, a safety line, a safety line. Basically, yeah. um, everyone was like, do not go past that, that uh, the gate unless you're- with like they, cause they put on like little excursions where like you're with a tour guide with them right. and they'll take you on this excursion. Um, so they're like, unless you have one of those set up, do not go past that gate. So Matt and I were like, okay, yeah, we won't. So we went onto the port and they had this big map um, of like things that were nearby. And we're like, oh, there's a really old cemetery just down like a couple street blocks down. It's only a few it's streets only a past few the gates. Totally fine. It's we're like, yeah, jog. yeah. Like we love going to old, like whenever we go somewhere, a new place, we either try to find like a cemetery or we go on like a ghost walk. Like that's for some reason, the way that we kind of take the city in. I don't know what that says about us, but- You guys um, are creepy folk. We're right. like, okay, there's a cemetery a couple blocks down. Let's just, if we walk really fast, we can get there, look around and then come straight back. We won't stay long. As the sign says oh in all caps, do, do not, not go, go past gate. <laughs> We were totally fine. We survived. Nothing too bad happened. But there were a few people that came up to us and were like, hey, do you want drugs? Like, oh, do you want to party? And we're like, no, we're good. We're thanks. Like trying to just like walk really like, fast. Like we're just trying to go to the creepy cemetery. To go cemetery, to this creamy, creepy cemetery. Once we got to creamy the cemetery. Creamy cemetery. <laughs> Once we got to the cemetery, it was totally fine. There, there was like a, um, there was like a little church group selling like handmade things and they were totally fine. Um, but then- but just literally the drug between, on the path. yeah, between there, there's random like donkeys everywhere and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's I so love cute. donkeys. Donkeys are cute. Drug dealers could drug be scary. Drug dealers, yeah. scary. Donkeys, donkeys were drugs, cute. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, we had a little brush of possibly maybe going missing, abducted. Yeah, yeah, and that's I think that's what's scary is a lot of people go on these cruises with the we're going on vacation, everything's going to be fine, mm. it's going to be fun, and nobody wants to imagine that anything bad can happen, which I totally understand. But watch a documentary before you go yeah. on a cruise yeah. ship. I mean, this be is informed. why I googled it and I found cruise cruiseshipdeaths.com. Which is the much link is I, right here if you want to <laughs> check it out. No. I don't want to go on that site, but you know when this is over, I'm going on that site. Yeah, going on that site. Yeah. I'm never going to go on a cruise ship. This episode is sponsored by cruiseshipdeaths.com. Yeah, man. And on scary. our next episode, we will be on a cruise yeah. ship. So Ooh. scary. Um, but I, I think that there's that element of like, it is an amazing adventure. So for most people, the adventure outweighs the danger as with everyday life. Why is, why is a boat an adventure? Like that's what I don't understand. Because it it's a boat that takes you to the new sea. land. You're like, you can feel like a pirate for a moment. You're like, I'm on the open. Isn't it just like a moving hotel? Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a hotel on But the cool thing the is you, you port into different areas. So you, yeah. on this cruise ship, say it's a 14 day cruise ship, you port into all these different days. areas. Yeah, there's like a crazy. Yeah, it's I mean, like a week. Well, yeah, we did we do a like week. a week or two weeks usually. We got to see Blackbeard's castle thanks to it, which was really well, cool. That's cool. Yeah, the ones that I grew up looking at, probably because I lived on the East Coast, were like pieces of shit. And they're like, oh, 
So here's, so here's another thing where we're like, oh, we stay in nice hotels. And you're like, I stay in crappy hotels. And then we're like, we go on nice cruise ships. She's and like, you're like, I go on crappy hotels. It was a robo cruise ship. That's not a cruise ship. Well, <laughs> we had I a pedal. <laughs> I, I dealt with, I mean, like we had like travel agencies back when I was little. and They, they still like, have those. Yeah. yeah. No, but it was like little shacks. And they're like, let me book your escape out of this bitch. So it was just like when I thought about a cruise ship, I was like, do you just never come back? Is that the escape? Because I'm I'm all for it. I imagine just like a a little shanty shack. I'm just like 14 days. Does that mean forever? Please sign me up. Like, fuck. Cruise ships can be great. We are not telling anyone don't live your life and don't go on a cruise ship. Just be informed. Be safe. You don't keep these things in the back of your mind. So if you see something weird, you know... You know, so avoid it. Wash your hands. Wash I, your I, hands. Oh, yes. Wash, wash your hands. Your wash your hands. Your Literally hands. both times that I went on the cruise, I left and I didn't, because ha- I was coughing and I was so sick that, because I got so sick on the cruise. Because like everyone's times, contained Because everyone's, boat. you're, you're Close quarters. breathing the same air. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. yeah that's the, that's out the on only downside that I didn't like, but... Yeah. Me on so the bus fun. every morning, <laughs> breathing the same air as all these fucking sick bitches. So murder Coughing can be scary. Yeah. Viruses, contagion can, be can scary. also be scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I believe, do you have, you had another. I have many things. You have another, like, you have another many thing. I mean, I was just looking into like different scenarios where one, I was looking into murders, but also I was looking into like hotels, like as we did, like with the shining and, and like the iconic nature of that, but also like hotels that like I grew up around that I didn't even know about. So it was like hometown hotels. Like, I don't know if you can think of any in California, but like for me living on the East coast and like being in, um, fucking middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, but there's obviously a lot because of New England being very historic and it's stuff. Old. But yeah. then when I moved to Seattle, I was like, oh, fresh start, new blah, blah, blah. So I remember shooting in this hotel, but I didn't know it was haunted. And I didn't realize until I looked it up today why it felt funky. Oh, wait. But so you felt something there and you I, just didn't I know. did. Really and I didn't think of it because I just thought the vibes were off yeah. because the, the crew I had was shit. But um, the Sorrento, Hotel Sorrento in Seattle. Sorrento. Um, so if anyone doesn't know what Seattle is like, Seattle is essentially hipster land. Um, and this is very kind of telling because I was shooting in the bar. And so apparently um, Alice B. Tokayas, she invented the um, pot brownie in 1954. Go Alice. And she died <laughs> in that hotel and she is said to haunt the bar. And so like I was shooting in the bar and I remember like feeling like I felt like a body was over me, but like I didn't really believe like I believed in ghosts, but I never really felt anything. And if you have no context, but you're not I like, felt like I had you. like a backpack on me the whole time. Like I felt like I had extra equipment on me where I just had my little piece of shit cannon and I was shooting people. And I just felt like this constant like this Alice it was I don't know if it's Alice, but everyone says when I was looking at this up, I was like, holy shit. Cause they were like the fourth floor bar is where you're full something. Like she's dressed in vintage clothes, like her fucking bougie hipster shit. From that time. Yeah. So it was just kind of ironic where you didn't like, see anything though. You just felt no, that I didn't energy. see anything and I didn't stay in the hotel, but it was one of those things where like, that was a, a very prevalent thing where they actually try to hide it because Seattle oh. is like, you know, they're like, come to, cause they've made it very 
upscale boutique hipster and they mm. don't want you to know that yeah, most people yeah. like if you told us there's a ghost attached with your room we'd be yeah. all for it yeah. well you wouldn't but we would be all for it yeah but, but most that was, people wouldn't that was the thing where i was like i and you do this when you travel you will look for haunted hotels and stuff and you will this was something where I didn't even realize, but I felt weird. And it wasn't until today where I was like, well, that's why I felt like that makes shit. sense. Hmm. Yeah. And that was somewhere I lived and I would walk by it every day. And like, you know, Seattle has a very but historic. Did it, did it make you feel like, like, how did you feel? It Do you remember how pressuring. you felt? I felt like it, it honestly felt like I had a crew member that shouldn't have been there. And they were like breathing like on my back. looking over you. So it maybe was. she just wanted to be noticed. She wanted someone to or maybe like, probably she's, like, Do you like weed? Or maybe she's like bossy. Maybe she was bossy. And she, I don't know. that's the energy she put out. Yeah. What you don't know is that she's like, oh no, you're taking the photo wrong. Please let me show she's you like, how to do it. Can you get yeah, this angle? No, but I was just like props to her for inventing the pot brownie. But also I was just like, <laughs> I never thought about that until... But that was another place. Like maybe I need to revisit all of the places that I felt weird that I've shot in. Absolutely. That has yeah. Been a fucked up scenario. And oh. which would be great for us because then that lets us know that you are actually open to these things. You yeah. just didn't know it. Um, I mean I mean not <laughs> I open mean, to where you want to go, but like you can feel your energy is open to receive. Yeah, I mean it. I feel it. I'm not just like, hey Alice come up in my swamp. But I mean, like, if Alice brought brownies, it would be great. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I mean, we all need a little can't uplift. ask for too much. But anyways, what I, what I really like kind of did was I was just like, instead of looking at like modern day hotels, like I, I tried to think of places that I revisited and that happened to pop up. Related like, to you. I was like, God damn, I shot a campaign in there. And that's why I felt weird as shit. That's rad though. That's what was the hotel awesome. called? Uh, hotel Sorrento. Hotel yeah. Sorrento. Which even when you guys came out, like I did wouldn't, we, we didn't go there. No, we didn't because no. I didn't even think of it because yeah. I was like, that just felt like old well, and nasty. Because you didn't know it no. was ghosty. But yeah. just, we, you, you stayed at an weird. old and nasty hotel. We stayed. So it wasn't old and nasty. Well, it was just old. It was <laughs> um, It was a Best Western, which is sometimes Best Westerns will surprise you. Sometimes they will not surprise you. But this one was surprisingly really cute, really nice, super old. Um, I didn't necessarily get any like ghosty vibes no. there, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it had the look. It definitely yeah. fit the... Um, the That's how I felt in the Hart Townsend yeah. where I stayed in like an 18th century house and it had the look and I didn't sleep all night because I was like, this is going to be a ghost touching my butt. <laughs> and uh, nothing happened. Yeah. And I, I was just like, well, fuck, it's just old. But yeah, it's just old happens. and musty. Yeah, where someone will refurbish an old place that has history and you don't even know and things touch you yeah. and you're like, I don't know. But then things you- touch you. <laughs> Meanwhile, there could be like an old ass place where it has no ghosts and you're just like, where are you, Jonathan? But like, I, what the fuck? I think an experience like yours is more telling than something going into a place where you know, like, you know, Billy Bob haunts this hotel yeah, where yeah. you have no idea. And then you kind of circle back and you're like, oh, wait, that makes sense. Because yeah. you went into it without any context. And that has way more meaning than going into something knowing what to expect. Because your mind can kind of like manifest these Absolutely. things possibly where yeah. you're like, you hear all these stories and you go in there and you see the same exact thing. It could be something. And I mean, the mind or you is hear a so sound powerful. and you're like, that's like, the right, ghost. That's, that's the yeah. ghost. Yeah. But you're like, I just feel really weird. Like you have like this, like something's off. And it wasn't and then, bad either. Like I'd go back and be like, okay, Alice, what the fuck? You want to be in the did photo you, or not? Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever look up anything like where people were explaining their stories or were they similar no, to No, I didn't want to go past theirs. They, everyone said like, well, what I had read was that people felt like a presence and they would like see someone in a, 
not Victorian, but vintage. It was very mm-hmm. specific. Like, it was a very Seattleite thing, which I found ironic. They it's were like, vintage. this girl, she ingri- she made like the pot brownie and she had like vintage clothes on and like she's like a ghost. Out. Like, she was literally like a vintage bitch and she would like uh, kind of. I'm just- surprised they don't like advertise this, especially like the pot well, brownie thing. But again, like that appeals to a certain type of person. So and in yeah, 1954, true, it was not, it was frowned right. upon. Right. So. Yeah. No one wants a ghost in their hotel in 1954. No. Right but now, she was like, the yes. ghostess with the mostest, apparently. <laughs> and the brownies. Yeah. Uh, so I have another story about um, a man who, or some hotel murders, which they think they know who's done it, but it was basically, it's a show, I think, on oxygen. So the article is very much based around the show. Hmm. There's no like finality of two, yes, he did it, no, he didn't. But it was a string of murders that um, essentially were not connected until this investigator, his name is Paul Holes um, said that he believes that there's a man that res- is responsible for the cold case slayings in various hotels. So in 1980, a housekeeper at the Amina Holiday Inn in Williamsburg, Iowa, opened the door to room 206 to a bloody horrific scene. Two guests later identified as Roger Atkinson, 32, and Rose uh, Burkert, 22, were bludgeoned to death in a bed. So they were bludgeoned to death with what they thought was a hatchet. I don't know how they know for sure it was a hatchet because they didn't. They can look at the cuts and they can compare to. Like the width of it. The width and. Yeah. Yeah. They usually. Yeah. Can figure that out. Yeah. So they didn't actually find the actual murder weapon. They don't know who did it. There was no signs of a struggle. There was no forced entry. And then um, beside the bed, there was two chairs angled towards each other as if they were like facing each other. Um. Atkinson's wallet was on the floor below the chairs and it appeared uh, that the murderer rifled through it. So there was like, everything was thrown about on the floor. Um, uh, Burkert's, I believe is the woman, her wallet seemed to be untouched. In the bathroom, so this is the interesting part to me. In the bathroom, investigators found a bloody towel containing unidentified male DNA and oddly toothpaste that had been squirted into the bathtub. So... Um, they basically, there's no context for this murder. There's no reason for them to think anyone was coming after them. There's no forced entry. So they're just like, this is, these people were murdered. We don't know who did it. We don't know why anyone did it. And it just basically is like unsolved. Um, so later on, um, well, there's more about this. So the night of the murder, Atkinson, um, a, a telephone installer and Burkhart, a single mother checked into the hotel off of interstate 80 at about 7:40 PM. The couple have, had driven about 270 miles from St. Joseph, Missouri, where Atkinson lived with his wife. So they immediately think they were having an affair. So whoever did it was either the wife or mm-hmm. someone related to the relationship thinking, you know, they found out about the affair and they're going to murder them. I would assume that they would have thought it was the wife because she's the other lady wasn't yeah. married. They find out it wasn't the wife because obviously she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um so for the past 39 years, their murders have remained unsolved. Theories continued, continue to circulate about um, what would have led to the b- brutal slayings, but nothing has come from it. They don't know who did it. They don't know why. Uh, later on, so there is uh, William Kyle, a 28-year-old traveling salesman, was bludgeoned to death with a hatchet in room 217 at the Sheraton Motor Inn in Galesburg, Illinois. Uh, the hotel was located right off a major highway, Interstate 74. Kyle was found slumped over the side of the bed, face down. The comforter was covering his upper torso. Beneath the chair in his room, the contents of Kyle's wallet had been emptied. 
and toothpaste had been squeezed onto the carpet near his body. What the fuck? So again, we have different times. Toothpaste mm. fetish. Well, that or like, are they looking for something hidden in, that could possibly be hidden inside the toothpaste, and they're squeezing the whole tube out? So this thing, there's a there? toothpaste fetish community we don't know about. <laughs> So let Comment me see. Comment below if you are yeah. if you have a toothpaste. It's fetish. toxic, but we understand. Only if you eat it, not if you brush yeah. your teeth with it. Yeah, uh, we don't so judge your fetish. First one was in 1980. This next one um, doesn't have a date, but it was later. So uh, the initial investigator, retired Galesburg Police Department Lieutenant Robert Horton, tells Holes he later consulted a forensic ther a psychiatrist to gain insight as to why an offender would squirt out toothpaste. That's a weird thing. It's a very strange thing. And if you have two different murder scenes, the wallet is thrown out, things are rifled through, and there's yeah. toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Strange. So the uh, police department, the investigator says, some heroin addicts, that's about the only way they can satisfy themselves, Horton said. If an addict experiences erectile dysfunction, then ejaculation simulation is the only way that they can achieve sexual gratification. So because they can't achieve- They squeeze that toothpaste? They squeeze the wow. toothpaste, which that's crazy. Hmm. But that is like, if that's an actual thing that happens, that is like red flag. Yeah, because yeah. that's like the murder, and murder and sex. It's this weird. is the same person. So um, police suspected Raimundo uh, Esperanza, a vagrant and a heroin addict who died in 1983, had committed the murder. After multiple witnesses placed him at the hotel the evening um, with a bag full of tools. Hatchet. Um, the case against Esperanza, however, was built on circumstantial evidence and he was never charged. So- Motherfuckers. He died. I mean, it's not like they're going to get as much gratification to be like, mm -hmm. he was the murderer. He was put in jail. It's some but, closure, but at the same time, you don't right. really, yeah. Um, so in 1970, Jack McDonald, 23, was bludgeoned to death at a travel in motel in room 412. They specify the room. I don't know. It's not really important. He was found. He was found, haunted now. Well, maybe. With toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> he was found bent over the side of the bed face down and toothpaste had been squeezed into the toilet. His wallet was also missing. So the first one that they talk about was in 1980. This one goes back to 1970. Um, between Rose and Rogers case, the Jack McDonald case, the William Kyle case. Uh, this is the investigator. He says, I believe that we have the same offender. Adding... Um, that it could be the work of a serial killer. So there's multiple cases. Um, I guess there's technically because the guy died, there was no DNA evidence. They weren't linking it to a serial killer at the time, mm -hmm. um, but all evidence points to this man who is now dead so they can never really prove it. So all yeah. these cases are cold. Shit. They've never been able to prove it, but- Make it a movie. Right? Yeah. But the, the toothpaste, toothpaste and chill. thing is crazy, you know? and. That's just one investigator saying why he thinks there was toothpaste, which makes yeah. sense. It could um, be like a calling card too, because for some reason, what keeps popping in my head is the smiley face killer, mm -hmm. like leaving, leaving some type of yeah mm -hmm. something where it's like oh this or I also think of Home Alone where that's he would what turn I was just gonna the say. The only thing I think is the wet bandits <laughs> from Home Alone where he turns the water on. on. Oh good, and they, when they're getting arrested. Like, He's like, good bandits. thing you left all. You left that calling card behind because now we know all the crimes you committed. Ah, home alone. Which I feel like, I mean, I don't necessarily want toothpaste to be my, like, the toothpaste killer. It's, it's kind of, not it's very a, scary. No, but everyone needs it and it's kind of cool. It's That's like no true, matter what. Now, it's like what, a would be? what would you be? 
As my commodity? As like what a, would you be your like tag? Your, your identifying? Sriracha. <laughs> no, like Dorito. Dorito, Dorito does maybe they were, Like I would literally make a talitosis. Like I would have like, I would have one Dorito. I would have Sriracha on top and like one piece of like yellow cheese. And I'd be like, play me bitch. I'll make you a taco. <laughs> I feel like you can never do that now because you said it on the show. So I don't if care <laughs> if you are Life's the going down the, the fucking toilet anyways. So, you know, Dorito me. What would your um, identifying murder? I call it a tagline, but it's not really a tagline. What would your news headline be if you were a murderer? Oh, AJ. Um, well, I think my calling card would be a Coke or Coke can with red lipstick on it. Oh, that's but you can't you be red on the red. Well, that's whatever. how they, that's why they can't find her. That's why they yeah. can't. That's why Aha! you're so inconspicuous. Um, I think mine would be, well. You'd be like one fang and a I was baked potato. Like, I would say like fang bites with like blood drips, but then I'm I'm convicted as a killer because yeah. my DNA is on well, them. Well, me too. I just drank my Coke and now I'm leaving Or maybe I have like a My Doritos very sacred. I'm not getting caught. So. I have a fake fang biter. So it's not really my mouth. It's, it's like, like a, a hole punch. punch. Yeah. But with fangs and then I, it drops like fake Ben Nye blood, yeah. you know, because I don't want to be no DNA. Mm-mm. Okay, the vamp killer. You would have a laser away syringe with like some nasty shit in it and be like. <laughs> but I'm not. We're not just to specify. We're not murderers. This no. is just hypothetical. Trying to make light of how is it, now eBay is up on my Ooh. <laughs> my notes. Mm-hmm. You're shopping for more baby <laughs> that means, secrets. I feel like that means it's time for treats. So um, creepy treats. We're we're bringing it back from the '90s episode. Um, AJ was not here for the nineties no. episode and we talked about, uh, well, I guess I should stop talking about it and just reveal it. So hold on. Reveal. Let me, let me reveal. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, is I there feel room? like I should plan way better when I always have this and then I reveal and then no one can see, but an egg, <laughs> it's an egg. So we talked about warheads and I ordered warheads online for our episode, but then Walmart was out of them. But then we found them we still love when we you, went Walmart. shopping. So we have a Warhead egg pack, which you can get at Walmart, I think still. And it has various types of Warheads. We have- uh, I think Warheads are um, indicative of the war against life and death, which really, it, it, it leads to murder. And it's like, this sour. is our war. Like, can we deal with the fucking sourness, which I have honestly, I've never had warheads Yeah, in my you've never life. had a warhead. So we have a, a, a pack. So warheads, when I was a kid, where I believe that it's this package, the hard candies, yeah. they were like a little square pouch with they a hard candy in, in them. They in the center, don't they? Um, no, that's Gushers. No, they had no, like- that's it, chewy and then stuff. Never had these are hard these. candy, but they have like the sour gel, kind of the extra sour stuff in the middle. But this warhead pack is like um, on crack. We have- What's that oh. thing? What's that? Give me that. This this is I hold want, on, hold I on. I want the lip gloss. This is Chewy Cubes. I don't know what that is. I want the lip but gloss. But it still has goo in the middle. Uh it says mildly sour, wildly sweet. And this is Warhead Sour Candy Spray. Give me that lip gloss, bitch. It's not, it's spray. I'll spray it in everywhere. Which sounds all sorts of bad. <laughs> There's a warning body. on the on the back. Eating multiple pieces within a short period may cause a temporary irritation to sensitive tongues and mouths. Oh, I was like, it's gonna make you poop your pants. Wait. Is it all of your hopes and dreams? <laughs> She's silent. Wait, am I trying I it? I want to open this. Um, this well, is watermelon. I, I love watermelon. 
Uh, does this have a warning? I sounded like those goat videos that went viral. <laughs> when, the, when the goat falls over. I can't. This is bad packaging. Just I can't read it. Blow it in your mouth, bitch. It says choking hazard, small parts. Those are the chewy gummies. Not okay. for children oh, under three. Gummies. Well, you're black cherry. <gasps> oh, that's delicious. Oh, ow. What the fuck are you on? You think that's You know delicious? when it like makes your... Like a, it feels like a cramp in your mouth. Blue raspberry. This tastes like Chuck E. Cheese as a gummy. This is very delicious. You should try it. I feel like, like, like you know those movies where you're about to go on a date and they're just like, Banaka. Mm -mm. Oh, but that's no good, right? <laughs> what the fuck are you guys on? It's yeah. like a watermelon spray, but it makes your. Although I got most of it like on my lips rather I than. I like this. What's that that's one? That's good. The gummies. So we approve of the watermelon super sour yep. spray candy. I wouldn't say super sour. I would say kind of sour. Just like it's, it's sour, but it's not super sour. Um, Those are fucking delicious. I have black cherry. Warhead kiwi tubes. Kiwi tubes. Chewy cubes. I love mm. the cubes. They just look like Sour Patch Kids, but squares. Oh, those are delicious. This is like a mint. I'm going to have to actually commit to this. Is waiting. The problem you is- You have to put it all in your mouth. No, go for it. I want it in my mouth. Tell us how you feel with your words. I'm being triggered by my childhood. The problem is though, is they have a sour coating. Once you get through that coating, it's, it's sweet. sweet. So I feel like I'm getting, I'm not getting my money's worth. They say extreme sour. We're not getting our money's worth, guys. Uh, fuck you. These, um- What? Try to eat like three at a time. Oh. This is like my new favorite thing. This warhead. No, those are lit. Chewy so cubes. when I was a child, what I call them. Do you remember? Cubes? I don't know if this was just give me those cubes. <laughs> um, when I was a child in Catholic school, it was really cool to have sour Altoids in your desk. I've um, never heard wait, of sour, sour Altoids. Sour Altoids was basically like they were like orange and like they were the tins. And so when you were in Catholic school, you had these desks and there was like the under metal layer, and it was like drug dealing. Where you like you saw the metal tin, you're like, flavor. ooh, baby, I want that sour Altoid. Drooling. But you're drooling. I'm telling a story. I'm, sorry, I'm listening. I I'm not. could not so take bad. sour shit for my life. So people would feed me these things because they thought it was funny. Because I would make faces. Yeah, and we witnessed it. That motherfucker ago. right there, that but little mint. Listen, no, I just spit it out and then I like took a second and now it's good. I have one of each flavor. It's real sour. I feel like I hit one. It's the sour of silence. Mm. You guys aren't You're crack? a champ. Oh, it's, it's towards the end. Well, it's good though. It's only, I would say it's like six to seven seconds of sour it and back then in? it becomes a tasty mm -hmm. treat. Yeah. Put it back in. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> She's just like clenching her face. Uh, <laughs> I have a bunch of pockets of spit uh, that I swallow. Uh, I have to say that once it gets sweet, it's not very good. Uh, like it kind of tastes like plastic. I don't like this game. I don't like that. I do like the cubes. Cubes take the win. And then also- Why do I turn into a goat? <laughs> I don't know why, but I really love those Cadbury chocolate eggs. You guys, you like those? Mm -hmm. Just like chocolate in an egg. <laughs> Is it still sour? It shouldn't it's be sour so anymore. I got a dud. Excuse me. 
<laughs> Wait, they're, they're only really good when they're sour. And yeah. then once they get sweet, it's just kind of nasty. But the I can't cubes. fill my eyes. I think the spray and the cubes take the win. Although I am, I'm, I'm, that warning is true. I'm feeling some sensitivity on my tongue now. You probably like took I all the layers of I can't fully open my eyes. <laughs> they're all bloody. I like this watermelon spray. What the fuck are you guys on? Try it again. It's Try it again after you had the warhead because it's not that sour anymore. I don't like this game. The thing that's weird is it tastes. It tastes Ah! like. (laughs) She totally sounds like a goat. So Cam, edit in the goat (laughs) screaming and put her put her sound that she just made. And then like the fainting goats where it like flops over. I literally. This is. I actually think this is worse than crickets. Mm. No, really? Give me that egg. Gotta get those chocolate eggs. I'm fucking shit. The cubes are the oh, jam. It made my coke taste gross. Now, <sighs> well, it uh, sucks to be you, doesn't it? <laughs> Life is hard. <laughs> so with that, that will do it for this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm AJ. And I'm Ashley. And you can watch all of our. <laughs> She's eating chocolate. You can watch all of our episodes at letsgetspooky.com. You can also listen on Spotify and download us on iTunes. So thanks for tuning in, feeds, and don't forget to stay spooky. Stay spooky.